Did someone say, show me the funny? Here come Cliff and Kendall. This show is all on fire. I love it. Hey, Cliff. Every day I'm living and I'm better than before. Every day. Every day. Opportunity knocks at my door. Every I would day. just like yeah. to say for the record how angry I am with you for putting that in my head. Because I have sang that on a loop. In my head, to the point that I can't get it out, and it's you're welcome. It's so bad. It's so bad. But it's you know how when it passes the point of like even being enjoyable, you're like you're just sitting there and you're like I can't believe I'm singing that right now in a loop still in my head. It's yeah. been detrimental to my health this week. Well, Kendall, what you do is mostly up to you. It's true. <laughs> you can make a better you. Every day, listeners, every day, you can also make a better you. I like to think this episode is really inspired by the inspiration of the Life with Lucy theme song because it is so uplifting. And when it gets oh, yeah. into you, you really do start to think, you know, I, 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 I could be loving life every day more and more and more. And I want to. And I want to feel better. And I want to be better. And I want other things. You know, we have to control, or try to, control the things we can control. Because there's so many things we are just absolutely powerless over but right so we need to control what we can and kindle i was speaking of i have a late breaking bulletin okay i decided to control my dinger make it i mounted my dinger made it nice i don't want to hear about things you mount kindle i've got something here you know last week or maybe the week before i was telling you that you're throwing money away all those envelopes from the nielsen company right and yeah, because uh, you know they contacted me. I have not officially been asked to be a Nielsen family. They might realize that I was single, middle-aged white man. It's not that desirable. I don't know, but those count too. Well, in ways they may, but they may just be full up on them, you know. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna yeah. give up the dream yet. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. 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 you know, I've yeah. got eight dollars cash, cold hard cash in the mail. And I filled out a survey telling them, you know, all about what I thought about TV, how I couldn't believe Netflix canceled Kimmy Schmidt, how they should burn in hell for such a move. <laughs> oh, speaking of burning in hell, I know you didn't watch Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, but I, I don't want to give anything away for anybody who might watch the last part of it. Oh, my. Wait, Sabrina the witch? Yeah. I've watched that. I'm, I'm still halfway through the series. I'm not caught up, but I watched it. Well, well, keep well, watching, well, keep watching, 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 ke
when Netflix. Oh, that makes boy. me not even want to finish. <laughs> I, I almost didn't. I almost didn't. I have a deep, undying love for Harvey, her boyfriend on the show, or her, what he used to be her boyfriend. And mm-hmm. so I thought, well, I love Harvey so much that I will watch the final eight episodes just to watch him. And they were they were very good as they always are, but boy oh boy, they were trying to do a Buffy move, and I, uh, which is a move that's tricky if you don't know if you're coming back the next season, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's something Buffy was able to recover from, but Sabrina being canceled, it was a bold choice, I think. Uh, anyway, I was very sad, but I, you know, I wrote all that to the Nielsen company. But anyway, <laughs> this week, in thanks about my just pages about Sabrina and how mad I was, Kendo, I got a $20 check from the Nielsen company. $20? 20. You haven't even done anything yet. I did. I told them all about Sabrina and how they fucked up the end of Sabrina. Oh, and how, so they paid you for that. Yeah, and I was like, Kimmy Schmidt, can you build in a world? I don't want to live in a world where they cancel Kimmy fucking Schmidt. Okay? Damn you, Netflix executives. Damn you to hell. But, that really is my $20 check from the Nielsen Company. And I've been paid so much. I've influenced TV so much that now when people ask me what I do, I'll say I work in the television industry. You used to work as a lawyer, and now you're Now I'm in the TV industry, and they'll say, oh, are you like a producer or something like that? And I'll be like, no, I'm something important. I work for Nielsen. I'm an influencer. <laughs> I'm. I decide what TV is. is, is, is I produce is, results. Is, I get is, results. Is, God is, damn it! But anyway, I had to tell you that, Kendall. And in other good news, see, this show's already uplifting and good. good. I feel uplifted already, Kendall. You know, I've told you many times you failed me by not getting me tickets to see Harry Styles and Jenny Lewis. In concert for my 40th birthday. Won't stop talking about it. I hear it more than that Lucy song in my head. And you, you still did fail me, but they added another night in Smackover. Get used to it, Cliff. <laughs> I'm, I am used to it. It's 20 years, I'm used to it. But it, I, I don't stop hurting, though, okay? Uh, but I'm used to it. You, well, you never stop. You know, you know the scenario. You're used to the pain, but it's still pain. Anyway, Kendall, enough about how you've mistreated me and all of this. But no, they added another night in Smackover, and I got tickets. I had to go through a whole rigmarole. I had to register as an official. I'm an officially registered, not sex offender, but Harry Styles fan. Because you have to officially, I'm a verified fan. You have to sign up so that Ticketmaster, with their exorbitant fees, they want to know you're not a robot, or not a scalper, I guess. And you can only buy so many tickets. So I had to sign up, and then they had to draw my name from, I guess, a hat, even to get tickets early enough. And Terry, the temp, and I are going to go, and I'll report back to you, Kendall. But finally, something good, unless the Delta. Oh, well, that is so exciting. <laughs> unless the Delta Burke variant impacts the. But I think we're going to be just fine. If Harry says it's okay, then it must be okay. So that's good news, Kendall. Do you have any good news on par with a twenty-dollar check from Nielsen or Harry Styles? Tickets? Not even close. Not even close. But do you, do you think that there's maybe I'd help you with more good news? Do you think there's an equivalent to the Nielsen uh, company that works with, with um, 
you know, concerts that maybe you could be involved with. So when you go to the Harry Styles, you could really write them and tell them maybe make another 20 bucks. I, I'll just or email, you know, I'll just reply to the email from Nielsen about Harry. And they'll probably tell, you know, HBO yeah. to get him a special all lined up or something. You know, I'll see what I can do. You got to in at Nielsen. Kendall, I don't want to talk all about me and my glamorous new life as a television uh, influencer. Well, that's a first. No, Kendall, I'll... Wrong. I want to talk <laughs> wrong. about... We're, we're at the store. We're at Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's Butter Churn of Pottery and Butter. And... Crock-Pot, yep. you know. I offered to do it at my store. Nobody wants to go to your store, Kendall. We can't even get, not even giving people things away gets people into your store. I have sold some things for your information. And, well, yeah, Susan is real sweet, but I, she didn't understand that it's, if, you know, she buys it with your money, doesn't does it really help. But anyway, Kendall. Sales are up. Sales are up. <laughs> Anyway, Kendall, that's not where we are today. We've invited a lot of men over. I don't know why you don't do this for me. You do it for Crockpot, but for not for me. Crockpot was just so down after she broke up with that guy who, you know, played Flappy at the old Mule Flappy Museum. They broke up, mm -hmm. and she was so sad. So the four of us, Mrs. Potter, Butter, Butter, Turn, Mr. Snobbon, Kendall, and I, we said, hey, let's get all of our single men friends, straight ones, over to date Crockpot, and she can, you know, they don't have to know why they're here, but she can then have her pick, pick of the litter, as it were. Yeah. Kendall. And now, who is that that you invited over there? I don't think I don't know why you thought she'd go for him with that hair and the the way he's standing. You talking about the mechanic? Yeah, he's all stooped over like he's working on a, a <laughs> chassis belt or some shit. That you have no idea. They have that man know so much about pottery it would blow your mind that's why i thought like they're perfect for each other they could talk about pottery all day long he'd just be out there working on the car she could be making pottery they could reenact ghosts the whole thing well you know. she certainly could make a lot of pots with the dirt underneath his fingernails over there because he's hey certainly... it's our, you know not everybody washes under their fingernails listen, listen he's a, he's a grease monkey kendall you know it i know it She's never going to go for him. <laughs> Once a grease monkey, always a grease monkey. <laughs> She's definitely going to go for one of those checkout bag boys that I invited over from the food and more. Yeah, speaking of, and that guy, so you're making fun of, of my guy, and you think that guy yeah, is good. Yeah, he's got his own apron. He's ready, so the, you know he's got the apron from the store on, so he's ready for the pottery is splatter. Is he a baker? No, he's a bag boy. Says what's his food and more, and you know also in that little pouch uh, in front, he's probably got some extra plastic bags, you know, which is always I helpful. He looked familiar. Yeah, and he graduates from high school next year, and it's going to be, you know, love at first sight. I think whenever if they ever cross oh, paths. Oh, 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 oh. Well, yeah, he has so much to offer. He's got a lot. He's over there. I know he, his acne may get worse if he eats too much of the free butter samples. But you know, I think I think he's a good man. He's as good as anybody. He's you know. Did you ever think putting up a sign that said "free butter samples" would bring this many people in? It's really brought a lot. I mean, free free alone brings in people, but when you add butter to it, oh, mm, like 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 all foods, when you add butter to it, it just makes it better. Makes you think, damn, gotta get some of that. Speaking of Kendall, what the butter fudge butter. is this whole episode about? You have not even touched but on we, it. 
we well we've been talking about how uplifting everything is. We're we're going to be talking about healthy hacks to start out with for the first half of the show. Healthy hacks, and that's going to really get us. That's going to get us uplifted because you know health. Doing anything healthy will uplift you. Does does uplift you, Kendall? Tell me something healthy. Hack it off. Well, this one's tough already. Let's get. Let's just get out of the gate with some some tough 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 news. Don't tell me I gotta go exercise and all this bullshit. Don't start that. No, I got four pages of that that I don't even want to talk about. I'm not listening. I'm not here for that. Cliff, regular sleep cannot be overstated. Seven hours of sleep a night, and I know that you and I we just love to stay up and watch. Episode after episode after episode of famous classic television shows, but you just got to cut it off at some point. You got to get to bed earlier or get a little extra sleep in the morning. All right, I love to go to sleep really early. That's kind of my new thing. Is I go to sleep well, just real. I'm talking early. more to the kids. To the teen, the teens are out really? there. They're like, I got to stay up and watch Conan or whatever they're doing these days. The late night, whatever they're doing, TikTok and I got to stay up and TikTok. Yeah, it's now up to us. We're the older generation. You know, we we've been through it all. We know now. It's like it's really important to get to bed early. Cause so you can like get up in the morning. Like we just need to preach it, preach it, preach it, preach it, preach it, preach it. Uh, uplifted already. Uh, That's the sound of being uplifted. Oh, boys, can you <laughs> believe goodness. all of these eligible bachelors here to see Crockpot? Oh, 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 oh. What a wonderful selection Crockpot has to make, dears. <laughs> oh, yes. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if she chose one of the Johnson widowers <laughs> that I brought over. You know, Reginald Johnson and Barry Johnson, both <laughs> so sad. Their wives both passed away in the past year or so, and I think even though they're over 80, I think they're right up Crockpot's alley. They have a great appreciation for Pottery Girl. Oh dear, I know that you have usually wonderful wise judgment here, but I must disagree with you on this one. <laughs> you see, I think the, the nephew of our fire chief is the correct person for Crockpot. Oh, no. You know, he's too muscular, always running from this fire to that fire and feeding the Dalmatian. <laughs> I... Oh, dear, she needs someone that has muscle to be able to pull the clay up, dear, and really pound it onto the, the base so she can get started on her pottery. You know, if Crockpot's not into this nephew, you could just, uh, you know, if you still got his number handy, you know, if it's, tell me what bathroom wall it's written on, and I could get in touch with him if <laughs> Crockpot is not into that, but so now you guys are out there putting out butter, and what, are, is, is there stuff to dip in the butter, do you have, or did you make any of those lemon dip and suck cookies, you know, that we had at the time well, before? Dear, no, we didn't have any more of those left, uh. I did speak at great length of how we needed more things to dip in the butter, but everyone went against me, dear, so we didn't make enough quite to go around, and we've gotten that question a lot today, dear. What what can we dip in the butter? So we've just gotten spoons out for people to taste the samples. Well, Sugarlum, you know, Charles the contractor, he said he loves to lick butter from his fingers, <laughs> and he assumed everyone else did also. <laughs> That's why we didn't want any pretzels or crackers or rolls or bread or anything like that. Just a spoon or possibly some sort of you know, rye crisp. 
Well, you know what they say, just a spoonful of butter. I'd rather have some bread. Happiness go down. I, 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 I don't want to talk about... Yeah, just give me some bread. Kindle going down on stuff. But all right, so go out there and remember to give that nephew my number and has, tell us if Crock-Pot makes a love connection as these guys keep trickling in, okay? Oh, of course, dear. We'll keep you updated as to the events of the evening. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh have you seen any handsome men? Uh-huh. Oh, look at him go. Look. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make, make, make me a match. match. Find me, me a fine. Catch, catch me a catch. catch. Uh-huh. Kendall, you're always bringing it back to my roots and Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> well, you know, what, what, is, what are you going to do? I know, when you, have, when you have one of the great Fiedkas here, uh, you know, in the booth with you, I know it's hard not to just go on and on. It'd be like if you had Carol Channing and you, you didn't mention Hello Dolly a bunch of times, right? Yeah, it's, it's in my contract, Cliff. It's, it's something. Kendo, I have, Give me another healthy hack. I've got one. you know what you could do? Instead of heaping sugar into your coffee and tea or, you know, those cubes. Just, I always tell you, too many cubes, Kendall. It's like, what are you doing? Building a pyramid over there? And I love, I like to make little structures in my coffee. Why don't you substitute cinnamon in your coffee? Wouldn't cinnamon. that be a treat? No, it wouldn't be a treat. Yes, I mean, it would! A latte. <laughs> no, it would be a treat. And cinnamon is so, you know, so delightful and no, hardly any calories, and it's just very flavorful. Everybody loves it. We agree. Cinnamon. I, I mean, I love cinnamon. cinnamon I'm not is the going new sugar. against you on the cinnamon train, but as a substitute for sugar, that's like, like if that if that substitute walked in school year, I'd be like, oh god. God. Well, I hope cinnamon again. Hopefully, they send you right to the principal's office oh. and get you expelled okay. for that bad attitude. But, yeah. You know how I like to uplift myself? Right. Yeah, you're so uplifting. You're basically a cross-your-heart bra, Kendall. You're so uplifting. <laughs> With an uplift desk, Cliff. You know, the standing desk. I just push the little button and stand on up. It really... I know it sounds corny and weird, but since I started like standing up while I was at work, I really love it. Well... Alright, stand up. You refuse to do it here in the booth, but... I don't want to stand... I feel like I stand all the time. I stand up to go to the bathroom. I stand to go to the refrigerator. I stand to go to the car to drive to a restaurant. I stand to go and walk around the grocery store and buy food. I stand here and there and everywhere. I can sit for the hour that it takes to do the show in the booth. Cliff is taking a stand by taking a seat. God... Damn it, Kendall, you know that's true. Now, this is something that's going to help your sleep. You were just bitching and complaining about not getting enough <laughs> sleep or some shit like that. Kendall, if you would only avoid screens before bed, your phone, your TV, your computer, all those screens. We spend 90% of our lives looking at glowing rectangles. Is that not the biggest shame? Because we live in screens. Come out, come out, come out, wherever you are, and put down your fucking screen, and then you'll feel so much better. It really, they wake you back up, and they just get you away from being able to have that beautiful, restful night's 
sleep that Kendall always wishes he could have, but couldn't. Can't get it. Well, it's the screens. I, I've got too much research to do. No. Stop it. Think of yourself. <laughs> you, know, you know how people... You know, I heard on the radio someone the other day, they were like, oh, when was the last time you really took time and did something for yourself? And I thought, well, like 30 <laughs> seconds ago. Well, who... Oh, that's all I do. That's all I do is stuff for myself. I've got to look out for number one. Nobody else is going to look out <laughs> for them. Well, Cliff, you know this other healthy hack you're going to like. Hack it. Eat chocolate. Uh-oh. Or what about chewing gum? Uh, Ooh, no, chocolate. Research shows that chocolate immediately boosts your mood, which makes sense because chocolate is, of course, delicious. But if you're going to eat it, you can reap more than just boost your mood because a regular consumption of it can reduce the risk of heart disease by 30%. I mean, that that is like, that is like, that is like, that is like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Science, Cliff. That is like, come on, science, Kendall. But no, that is, I'll eat, I'll eat chocolate. You don't have to twist my arm about it. But no, chewing that. gum also reduces your cortisol levels. And we're always... Like, how do we get the cortisol down? We've got to reduce it. How the we do cortisol's it? cortisol's got to lower it. But chewing gum does it. And also, chewing gum gives you that kind of, like, devil-may-care attitude. Like, hey, hey, I'm a cool guy. I'm the Fonz. I could pound on this jukebox and make <laughs> the music play. Uh, you know, it, it helps with your attitude. Now, too. Do you do you still chew gum a lot? I chew it sometimes. Sometimes. Because, <laughs> I mean... It's really, it's something that I don't, uh, obviously we've never talked about before. This is one of the few things we've never brought up on the show ever. But I'm um, sure we've done like, whole episodes about, about gum in the past. I just don't remember. <laughs> Not just gum, but like, about what I'm about to say. I've, I thought about it. It's, I used to chew gum all the time. And at some point, like, I've drifted off. I don't know if it's coming in waves or what. But like, I've just kind of lost the, I've lost the fun of chewing gum. I don't know what it is. I don't know if the flavor goes too quickly. You've it's lost not as fun as that it used to be. love and feeling, that chewing gum feeling. I chew gum, but here's why. Because I am paranoid that I'm going to talk to people in their face and they're going to recoil because my breath smells so terrible. So... Oh, I'm constantly popping mint. Well, see, and I chew gum for the same reason. I I, I don't yeah, buy yeah. like bubble yum. I probably should. I'd, be, I'd probably be a lot happier blowing bubbles and cool dude. But I buy, you know, the this is a forty year old person conversation. I buy the minty gums so that when I breathe out <laughs> into people's faces, it's like, oh, am I am I on a a mountaintop uh, you know like the old peppermint patty commercials is what I want them to feel like when yeah. I breathe in their mouth so but anyway that's why I chew gum Kendall why did we talk about gum for 40 minutes I don't know but Cliff another good way <laughs> to have a healthy hack and I know you're gonna be like meditate meditate I got plenty of things at my store that you can get to help with meditating Singing bowls, yoga mats, all that stuff. But meditation... You don't need any of that to meditate. You need nothing but eyelids. You don't need anything. I'm just saying I have accessories if you want. Um, it's shown to reduce your blood pressure, dial back your anxiety, get those cortisol levels down you were talking about, Cliff. It even helps you sleep more soundly, which you know I am desperate for. 
So it only takes about 10 minutes a day. Just do it. Well, that's a great idea. I think people should. Well, go ahead and try. Your motto can be Cliff and Kendall. Cliff and Kendall. Your, what, do you, what do you call it? Not your motto. Your mantra <laughs> can be. Your mantra can be Cliff and Kendall. Cliff and Kendall. Cliff and Kendall. <laughs> no, Kendall, there was something I was going to tell you. Something about the show. Something. Uh, you, I don't know anymore because you said meditate and then things started falling over here because Charles didn't screw them down properly. Uh, and, well, that's a surprise. Uh, there's my Nielsen check. Here's what I was going to tell you. I actually did this hack last night. <laughs> we got a live Replace, hack? Replace. Yeah, this is a live one. Replace desserts with fruit. Kendall, have oh. you ever done that? I, Cliff, I have actually been trying that myself. I've been eating pineapple and grapes. Does not Ooh. have the same excitement, but I've been trying. Yeah. Well, I have, even when I'm being good, I, nightly, I have a popsicle or something. Like a hundred calorie pop. Me too. I have to, <laughs> yep. well, well, uh, there's no problem with that. It's a treat. You deserve yeah, a treat. Is. I'm not fighting you. I love it. But... Here's what I did last night. Kendo, I had three. <laughs> some people might think this is overkill. <laughs> I had three frozen bananas, and I blended them up in the little bullet thing, you know, and yeah. with a generous dose of Hershey syrup on top, uh-huh. and just blended them, and it was the most beautiful consistency once I got that stuff Ooh. blended. I'm excited about that. I need to go get some bananas. It was good. Now, my, now, really, if I was being that food critic from Ratatouille, I'd say my bananas were a little too ripe because I put them in the freezer to save them from <laughs> being too brown to eat. So I yeah. put them in when they're like the way when you would most want to eat them. Put them in the freezer, but I still had them and. It was so much healthier than if I'd had all that chocolate syrup on top of ice cream. It, but it was three bananas. And, and that, yeah. I mean, that's, I should, I feel like I should win some kind of healthy award. <laughs> you were going to say, like, I deserve a Peabody or something. I do a Peabody for a health. A, and the winner for Peabody and health. This year goes to Cliff, who ate three frozen bananas one night when he really, really wanted. <laughs> a full tub of Ben and Jerry's. Hey, Cliff, you know, it, you know, it may sound crazy, but you every time you hear a story about some famous thing that came around, they're like, one guy was in, he was one night, he was like, I want some ice cream. I'm going to blend up these bananas, and next thing you know, an empire is built. So there you go. There you go, Kendall, and that is not a joke, and neither is this next segment, which is not jokes. It is. No. Whoa! What the kids are saying? Yeah, sure. What the kids are saying? What are they saying? What are they saying? What the kids are saying? I feel like we need a we need like a correspondent for what the kids are saying. We're getting so old. We need to like go live to some kid well, for them to give us. The <laughs> Kendra, you you go out there, put on a nationwide talent search. For the kid who wants to do I'll, our... I'll get right on it. Kids are Star saying Search. segment. Star Search 2021. All right, Cliff. Because here's what I'm hearing the kids say. What are you hearing? Porch dick. Porch dick. Porch you dick. You heard this term. Yeah. It's an intimidating person who taunts you from the safety or of his or her own porch. Oh. 
So Jesse's husband. I've heard porch. Is a porch dick. I've heard porch dick, but it wasn't in that context. <laughs> never is. Never is. Kendall never is. Uh, wouldn't you know it? Never wouldn't is. Wouldn't you know? Kendall, have you heard this one? Vote with your feet. <laughs> no. Vote with your feet. Yeah. It's a new thing because, you know, people, a lot of people have foot fetishes and they just love it and they want to get the feet uh-huh. and more into everyday conversation. So vote with your feet instead of having boring old votes with your hands. So if you're, you know, in the your office or somewhere, you say, all right, who wants to go to, you know, the Mexican restaurant for lunch? Instead of saying, raise your hand, you say, vote with your feet. And you stick your foot up in the air and vote that <laughs> way. Cliff, it is, not to be too off subject, but literally the other day, there was something like trending somewhere about some news anchor person. And I went to like Google that person's name to see what was happening. All these things come up. It was like, this person's feet, this person's feet. It was like all this foot fet- I was like, what is going on in the world? Foot fetishes are taking over. They're here, Kendall. Uh, somebody out there was bright enough to realize, hell, everybody's got two feet. Uh, I guess I can look at that. <laughs> they're, and they're all covered up. Let's get them out. Let's, let's bust those bitches out. Look at those things. All right, Cliff. Yeah. Vote have with you your feet. Bricked, have you ever been bricked up? Bricked up? Oh, I know this one. This is a reference, literary reference, to the cask of Amontillado by Edgar Allan Poe about the man who was down, you know, down in the, what, what do you call those, like the cellars, like the wine cellars? Dungeon? No, not really a dungeon. More like, where, what were those things you went in, like catacombs in Paris, you went into the catacombs? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it's like a, more like a, or like a wine cellar, deep basement. Anyway, you know, the one guy, he, he was in there and he... He got the other guy real drunk, and he bricked him up in the wall. And so, and he, well, when he came to, he was totally it, surrounded by a brick wall. Couldn't get out. Died. Cliff, I don't know why that guy was so aroused by getting bricks put up in front of him, but being bricked up is to sport a boner, fly the sail to full mass, as they say, to be rock hard. Rock hard. That's being bricked up, Cliff. So he may have been bricked up while he was being bricked up. Maybe. Kendall, have you heard about this one? Funny money. Funny money? I Is that like where you go buy fun things with your money? No. This is <laughs> funny money. That would be fun money or mad money, maybe. Well, I thought it was just a play on words. No, Kendall. Funny money, or some people call it comical currency. Funny money is when you take your dollar bills, like I could have done this to those dollars in the five that Nielsen sent me, and uh-huh. you just draw a funny face over the presidents that are on there. You just deface U.S. currency or whatever country you might be in. <laughs> Isn't that a federal crime? Well, that's why you don't leave your fingerprints. You wipe them off. But no, you know, you put maybe some Groucho glasses on old George Washington or draw, Kendall would probably draw a big doobie hanging out of Alexander Hamilton's mouth. And then when you get changed. You know that. <laughs> no, you, you will now that I've given you the idea. But well, it's a great idea. When you go to the store, you get your cash back or maybe you get cash back, you know, or your change. You get a little joke with your cash. And you say, look, dear, this change is Funny money. It's Abe Lincoln, and he's smoking a doobie. Yeah. You know, I actually, I like, what'd you say, comical cash or comical currency? Yeah. I like that better. All right. Well, it's (laughs) to your own personal taste. Yeah. Have you 
ever been pissed as a fart? I don't know. I sure hope so. Oh, you have, Cliff. You've been absolutely wankered drunk, unable to communicate effectively, sometimes through laughter and farts only. Cliff, uh, he was so pissed as a fart at that party. Pissed as a fart? Oh, when I vomited everywhere? Yeah, you were pissed as a fart. Well, Kendall, be that as it may. Have you heard of this? <laughs> Wagon train. Wagon train. I don't know. Let me know. What Kendall, you that's when you. you go by the fast food place. This happened to me, Taco Bell, not too long ago. And I, and there was like 40 cars all lined up. And I had uh-huh. already made up my mind I was going to stop and get a cheese case. But there was like 40 cars. I thought, well, I'm not getting in that fucking wagon train. That's going to take forever. All the cars lined up. Kendall, it's the wagon train. Oh, my God. Well, so literally this week, I was like, I'm going to stop and have Taco Bell for lunch. And I pulled in, and there was a huge wagon train there. And I was like, I don't care. I want Taco Bell. And I got in the line, and I waited in it for like 10 minutes. And we had barely moved. And I was like, no, not (laughs) doing this. So I left. Yeah. Man, people are running for the border in massive numbers. They are. Taco Bell is hopping. It is hopping. I can't blame them, but if there's a wagon train, I'll just go home and eat saltines. Uh, I I know. Cliff, one last one for me. Um, I have a terrible, terrible case of Kraft. You know what that is? Kraft macaroni and cheese? Oh, I have that too. But no, this is an acronym that stands for can't remember a fucking thing. It's used to describe uh, embarrassment at being able to remember someone going on stage to lead in the latest theatrical performance, and your mind goes completely blank, Cliff. It's just a craft situation. Craft. You crafty bitch. Cliff, the morning after a night when you got pissed as a fart and woke up in a bed uh, cuddling a traffic comb and a strange uh, string of fairy lights wound through your hair, you had a craft moment. You know, I love how all of your, your kids were British today did you notice that all of them the fairy lights and the yeah. wankers well, hey british people british kids are saying things too now i'm glad you're finally bringing it up now i've got one more kendall it's the inmates are running the asylum have you ever heard of this i've heard of it the inmates are running the asylum that's when asylum. things are you know just when things go contrary to logic Kind of like if there were these... Shit hits the fan? Kind of like if there's like super billionaires and instead of taking their vast wealth and housing the homeless or feeding the hungry, they build space penises and launch them to the stratosphere. And it, it's like, are the inmates running the asylum? Because does any yeah, of are. this shit make any sense? Well, and, Cliff, they can't help those poor people because that would be socialism. That would be go into socialism. Well, Kendall, I think the inmates are running the asylum these days, Kendall, not to get too... And the fat sows are running the podcasting booth. Fatso's will always be running this booth, Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I have anything to say about it, Cliff. 
Goodness dear. Have you been watching all the all the commotion out here? All the boys that have been coming in to see Crockpot. Oh yes, she's been. Well, we were making, all enveloped in the show. Oh well, she's been making their acquaintances. I'm sure she's going to find one of them to become her boyfriend. Has anyone yet kind of uh, you know? been interested? Has she been interested in anyone yet? Is anybody emerging oh. to the head of the pack? Well, dear, not quite yet. It seems that everyone that's coming so far has been very lovely indeed, of course, but hasn't really struck up a a, 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 a spark of chemistry with Crockpot yet. Uh, well, the, you know, there's those three truckers over there that Charles the Contractor brought from the truck stop. So oh. all, all three of them, I mean, two of them have on, you know, offensive hats. But the third one could be Mr. Wright. We don't know. But I, I've got to take a Dude, break. You never know. That's why we have to go through everyone. Got to go through them all. And there's several more guys that I've invited that haven't even shown up yet. But let me tell you, they're going to be here for the butter. So it's... Well, let's go check in on them and see if they're here. We'll be right back after all right. this. This has been a great show so far, and I'm told it only gets better. Stay tuned for more Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. I love those itchy bitsy teeny weeny Kids are bank and beanie weenie Hot dogs and beans fix my favorite way One mom says beanie weenie is nutritious That's okay, it's still delicious Full of your snacks, we eat some each day Beanie weenie, moms love the protein iron and fiber as much as kids love the taste We love those itchy bitsy teeny weenie now in baked and barbecue flavors, too. Well, 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 look who's back. And just in time for more Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. What you do is mostly up to you. It's true. You can make a better you. Listeners, help me. Every day. Oh, wait. Sorry. Now, I just saw a few of the guys I invited come in on the break. The UPS guy who's delivered a lot of Funko Pops to me. He just came in. I think Crockpot's really going to go for him. And also the plumber, because, you know, the one I keep in speed dial for when I clog the toilet. Then he's here, and I think, you know. We see and him she's a lot. The, I know. When we see a lot of him, because he's got the butt crack thing going on. But yeah. I think that's an, sort of an, that's kind of like a peacock putting its feathers out at this point. Don't you think? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, she looks like she might be into him. Now, Cliff, I don't know what the problem is with the butter. 
It tastes just fine to me by itself. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's a little chunky, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the way they do yeah, it on the yeah, Falkland Islands. Yeah, and, we, you know, we brought that yeah, here. I know. Well, you are eating butter. I have evolved into the next season already. We've got our pumpkin candles blazing oh, here yeah. in the booth, <laughs> even though it's only not October yet. But, Kendall, I ordered this. My UPS guy friend brought it over to me. It's... These are pumpkin spice. Ooh, I've got to stay away from those. Pretzels. Yeah, I would offer you some, but I went through it. I licked them all just to see if, you know, the coating, the frosting was, the, you know, similar on all of them. And it, it was. It's funny how many times you lick everything when you know I'm going to be around in a moment. Well, all i got to say is these pumpkin spice covered pretzels are the real deal. They are good. It's lowered my cortisol levels. All right, Cliff. This part of the show we're done talking about the healthy hacks so you can tell we're already we're both off of it we're done we're moving on to a countdown of all things oh Kendall inspired by one of the most uplifting and inspirational songs we've ever heard since the give me a break theme song the I love not the I love Lucy theme song the life with Lucy theme song the everyday that song we know it. it just lifts you up. It boosts. It's a boost. It's like a booster seat. So why not do a mini countdown of other booster seat songs that just lift you right up, make you ready to go, ready to keep living, make you realize that, you know, every day you could love living more and more and more. So we're saying songs other than the Lucy songs. That one's disqualified right. for being too great. Can't be. I could put the Lucy on there. I could put the Gimme a Break on there. They're That's like Kermit on the green, on the green right. countdown. Yeah. Too obvious. All right, Cliff. Um, I have a space coin here. Flip it. If you'd like to call it. I call his. 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 his, his on. His, his, then that means I start, right? Yes. Yeah. And we're doing six because it's a mini countdown. I'm going to get all that out there so we're clear on all the rules. Cliff number six on the countdowns of uplifting songs. I hope you'll agree with me on this and because it is. it To me, this song is very uplifting every time I hear it. Not because of the movie where it came from. I don't equate it with that, but I just love it. It's the... Eye of the tiger, it's the thrill of the fight. I love it. I especially love how this countdown now mirrors our food song countdown because our food song countdown. I believe number six was the Weird Al parody, uh, the Ryer the Kaiser. <laughs> uh, and so I love it. I love that we're bringing it all back. And yeah, of course, you. I don't give a hoot about Rocky, but of course you want to run up those steps and shit when you hear that song. Kendall, of course. It always gives me the inspiration to think I could lose weight and, and I could keep running until the song ends. And I'm like, whew, this running is hard. I think of it more as from Mr. Mom. Isn't it in a Mr. Mom? Too? Oh, is it? I have it's been so long since I've seen Mr. Mom. I need to watch it again. 
Maybe not. I don't know. But it could be, and I have that Mr. Mom feeling. Hell, it's been in everything over the past four decades, so. <laughs> it's in something. It is in some Michael Keaton movie somewhere. I'll tell yes. you that much. Number six, I Have the Tiger by Who Sings That? The Tigers or Josie and the Pussycats? Uh, let's see. I of the Tiger. Survivor. Survivor. The band. Yeah. Of course. Of course. All right, Cliff, give us number five. Listeners were shouting it. They were like, Survivor, Survivor. <laughs> number five. Kendall, I have so many good ones. I'm. Uh, it's a feel-good show, so I'm not going to worry about the next choices that you make. Say, <laughs> so, well, I was off to a good start, so. You were. Kendall, there's a great song. It's from Annie Get Your Gun. And it's not, there's no business like showbiz. It's not that. Although that's uplifting that in its own way. Everything about it is appealing. No. Everything the traffic will allow. No, this one is another kind of feeling. This is, I got the sun in the morning and the moon at night. Uh, you ever heard that song? I've, of course, heard it. I've, I've seen Annie Get Your Gun on stage and played the music. Got no diamond, got no pearl. Still, I think I'm a lucky girl. I got the sun in the morning and the moon at night. Got no mansion, got no yacht. Still, I'm happy with what I got. I got the sun in the morning and the moon at night. It's about how, really, we have what we need, most of us. Not saying the people that are homeless that space penis flyers should have done something about. Still, I'd like to express my thanks. I got the sun in the morning and the moon at night. Most of us, your average Joes and Joannes and non-binary Joes with just a J-O, then we, most of us, have what we need. We got the sun in the morning and the moon at night, for God's sake, Kendall. For God's sake. No, Cliff, I think it's a great uh, addition to this countdown. I, I actually saw uh, Annie Get Your Gun. Mary Lou Henner played her in the tour. Oh. And it came to came to Nashville. I bet she was great. And you know, of course, who famously was so good, raves on Broadway, was Reba when she did it. Reba, yeah. Good old Reba, I love her. Oh, my God. I just saw um, on TikTok, you know, Reba's on TikTok, mm. and she uh, was playing the, oh, which song is it? We got two young kids, two daughters, uh, what is that song? So uh, the single mom. S- yeah, the survivor for the theme song. Yeah, yeah. She, it was like, uh, she had that song, and she was going up to like feed the donkeys, like, I'm single mom, like I'm taking care of that. It was, she's just great, I love her. Loves her kids, who loves her kids, and never stops with gentle hands in the heart of a fighter. Yeah. She's I'm a survivor. survivor. Like the, great. wonder if she was inspired to write that 
by the band who sang Eye of the Tiger. Probably that mixed with she had probably just heard the, the Lucy theme song and she was like, She probably did. I gotta write a song that's that uplifting. Yeah. Originally, she might have been, the lyrics might have been, I'm listening to Eye of the Tiger. And then they're like, Reba, that's, we don't want to mention another name of a song in the song. She's like, oh, I'm a survivor. Like the band Survivor. Yeah, that's where it came from. Man, we're just breaking down so many mysteries. Listen, we're the ones who decoded that myth, busted (laughs) that myth. The Da Vinci Code right there. Uh, It's there it was. Kendall, but that's not what I'm talking about now. What I'm talking about now is what I would do. do, do Ooh, do, what would I do? What would you do? Ooh, I know you'd do that. We know very well. We'd like to move on <laughs> to the next thing. <laughs> I move that we move on to the next thing. What, 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 what would I do? You. Yeah, me. What would I do? You're on an elevator, and you're heading up to the top Tippity top floor of a skyscraper. Stuck in an elevator, living it up, but I'm going down. About seven eighths of the way up to the top, and there comes an announcement over the loudspeaker telling you that you are way over the weight limit. Uh oh. And that you're uh you, the elevator cord just snaps and begins to fall. You hit the emergency button, but nothing is helping. What? Do you do? I watch as the non-electronic mechanical thing, you know, counts down the floors that we're going down. And then right as it gets to the basement, I hop up and I do a little hop. And then I land back on the ground just as the elevator lands on the ground. And everything's peachy keen. I wait for some hunky elevator rescue guy to come pull my fat ass out of there. If I love that you had a nice uplifting last moment <laughs> as you hopped and nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened. Everything was great. Kendall, what would you do about this? Oh, this is scary and sad. Sorry. At, at, at some point in the future, all movies are lost. Okay? You know how they say, oh, this movie deteriorated and there's just no copies left in the vault yeah. or whatever? Well, that happens to everything. All of them. and That's it, why we're making our own troves of movies, yeah. We're trying, but something even happens to the, the DVD. Maybe global warming is to blame. We don't know. But in the future, it's all movies have been lost, but a scientist says he can, you know, with DNA, create or clone, I guess, four of the great actors of all time. Two men, two women, or or any non-binary that you choose to include. Four of the great actors, and they those four will recreate all movies, Kendall. So you have to choose the four actors, two men, two women. Just four? They're gonna it's listen, the rest will be CGI. They'll do the voices. But they get four actors, two men, two women. I have the perfect answer, but I want to hear what you say first. Tom Hanks has to be on that list because he's in like 50% of all the movies ever anyway. Meryl Streep, again, 50% of all the movies we've seen that we like. I'm going to miss so many people. You only have four Uh, slots, so you're going to miss most people. Oh, I know. know. I know. I'm just trying to think of who I can't live without. Hey, they have to be really good to be playing all those different parts. They They should be really good, yeah. Sally Field. Sally Field. 
course. I can't believe it took me that long to get to that moment. I, I guess I'll, I, just because I'm blanking on somebody, I'm going to go with Jack Nicholson. Well, well, well. Four for four. Wrong, 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 wrong. What? But not that I could. Now, all of them I love and believe it or not. And I, I love them all. I love them. Especially Sally Field and Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson was one of my alternates, but if, if, but I had to decline him because... Oh, I forgot Bette Midler. So many I forgot. You're starting to get back on the right track now. <laughs> Getting warmer. Kendall, four people, two men, two women. Uh, you know. All you need for any, any movie. Bette Midler. Whoopi yeah, Goldberg. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, uh, Whoopi, I forgot about Jake Whoopi. Gyllenhaal. And me. <laughs> all four of us will remake all the movies, starting with Brokeback Mountain. And then we'll... I thought they had to be, like, known actors already. I'm known. Kendall, you want to go on IMDb? You want to see who's streaming on Amazon Prime? Now, here we go again. I'm as known as it gets, okay? As good as it gets. He's a survivor. I'm listening to Eye of the Tiger. Kendall, but that, that's obviously <laughs> the right answer, but I respect your choices as well. That was a good second place answer. Well, thank you. Uh, it's, it's Hey, it's a privilege to be in second Think place. Think of any movie. Right, any movie. And you want to see that cast. Wolf of Wall Street, the one you said about money. Us, me and Whoopi. Jake and Bette Midler and the Wolf of Wall Street? Come on. Uh, Gangs of New York. I don't even like Gangs of New York. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. I can't make it through it. You would after that. Oh, my God. I could be the Cameron Diaz part. Whoopi Goldberg would be Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, my God. Any movie. We could remake Psycho. Let Bette Midler be Norman Bates for once. Jake, of course, needs to be in the shower scene. He could be Janet Lee. <laughs> you know, I. And you could be the dead floating body. Yeah, well, Whoopi and I were the sister and the other guy who go looking for him afterward. So, and listen, <laughs> that I'm dying. I'm so mad that that version of Psycho will never exist with the four of us in it. But it, it would be well, so you good. never know until you, you ask. You never know. I'm putting it out in the universe. They say you just got to put it out there. Universe, I'm saying yep. we need a Psycho remake with Bette Midler, Jake Gyllenhaal, me, and Whoopi Goldberg. Put it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Could be a musical. Don't know. All right, Cliff. For two years. Two years. You have been working on building up a tolerance to a certain poison who outwit a certain moron. Okay. He does this whole long speech about how he's smarter than you and you blah, 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 blah. You get the picture. So you just drink it because you know that you have built up a tolerance to this. However, then you find out it was a different poison. It was the wrong one. <gasps> Woo, you are not immune to this and you've already taken a drink. What do you do? Oh, I try really hard i get a broomstick and i gag myself in a vomit and then I, I write my story and become a movie of the week <laughs> and you bet midler jake gyllenhaal you all play yeah whoopi goldberg in that movie yeah, all of us and whoopi goldberg i forgot her again yeah, whoopi will play my part though we'll switch it up kendall you yeah. are in the grocery checkout line and you're standing a little close to the person in front of you too bad the person in front of you is pissed off and it's an evil genie. Pissed him off. Uh-oh. I run into them all the time around Bushtown. Oh, well, and so the evil genie just decides to curse uh. you so that every time you throw out garbage, it reappears in your bedroom. What would you 
do. Well, Cliff, I will do the same thing that I've been doing for all the years that I must have already been cursed by a genie. I will continue to pick it up and take it out because that's exactly the same thing that's been going on in my life now. I don't know who puts it there. I don't know who eats all that food at night while they're going to sleep. And then it comes back. And then it comes back. And then it comes back. back. And then it comes back. I just sleep in a different room. Cliff, you are in an audience Uh watching a local production of the Potter Butter Butter Churns uh, Center for the Arts. Right. There is an accident on stage, and the curtain just has to go down. And the stage manager comes up and says, Sorry for the slight delay. Is there anyone in the audience that could come up and kill some time? So, of course, you're like, Oh, oh, I got this. You raise your hand. Yeah. And there's also rumored to be a huge talent scout in the audience, Cliff. What do you do? I sing any one of the hits from my new album, in parentheses. sing God's Greatest Voice, I could sing Torture Torture, uh, On a Busseltown Night, any of them. There's 12. I could sing any one of them. Each and every one of them would astound anyone in the audience, no matter what their occupation was. So, no matter what, the word's going to travel to the talent agencies, and the rest is is herstory, Kendall. Well, that you did say the right thing there, Cliff, because you, om- you almost didn't get it. Because, see, this particular talent scout has a strict rule of never listening to talent for himself when he's on vacation. He was on vacation. But other agencies heard about you because he told them about you, and that's who called you. So you did. You got it right. Word of mouth, Kendall. And the words this mouth Bravo, Cliff. are Bravo. saying... Uh, let's get back to this countdown. <laughs> Count it down. Whose turn is it? It's me? Yee. Me. Oh, Number. my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. Dear, have you spoken to her? Has she found a bachelor yet? No, dear. She did not like the firefighter oh. at all. He was very rude. Oh, well, send him to me. That makes him kind of sound kind of hot. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll see if he's available. He's still over there. Oh, he's the one who's, like, looking down on everybody. Yeah, I like some of that. <laughs> All right, well, so what about but what about the truck drivers? Or who did Kendall bring? That Oh, the guy who delivers for Little Debbie? You know, why not more? He seems nice enough, that white, crisp white uniform he's got on. He does magic, Cliff. Oh, I thought he was a Little Debbie delivery guy. No, that, I thought that was always the way to a woman's heart is through magic. So he's doing magic tricks for her tonight. Oh, but he's pulling Twinkies out from behind her ear. I thought it was, sorry. I thought well, it was, I did uh, give him the suggestion of magic tricks because I knew that there would be extra Twinkies laying around later. Hello? Who's oh, thinking here? Okay. I, that's not and that's not Little Debbie. I know fans are like of Little Debbie, not fans of Cliff and Kendall. There are none of those, but fans of Little Debbie <laughs> are like, no, those aren't Twinkies. Aren't but what are Twinkies? Hostess. I don't know what Host- the fuck he delivers. He looks like a snack cake delivery man. Actually, I think some other company bought. They him. did what? Probably owned by Big Oil now. <laughs> Big Oil Twinkie Bars is what they're called. God, now. 
damn it. Oh, Bowers. <laughs> I don't know what you two are talking about, but we're going to try and get Crockpot to choose one of these bachelors. Mister, <laughs> it's kind of like the dating game. We've got so many more to get through really quickly, dear. We must get out there and get it moving. Yes, before those butter samples run out. Oh, yes, oh my. All right. Oh, it looks like they're... They're running out soon. I ate so much during the break. Probably, I was going to say it's because of you a lot. Luckily, I'm, I was eating. Can't blame me. I was eating these pumpkin spice pretzels. I'm afraid after the show, I should eat like a huge thing of bread to offset all that butter. I'm just worried it's going to be. It's going <laughs> to give me some problems later. All right, let's. Okay. Number. Number. Four. On the countdown. Oh, what's in store? Of just inspiring, motivating songs. Cliff, I love this song. I love it. I love it. We've uh, done our own version of it at some point during the years. It's... For sure. Get you pumped. Don't stop believing. Hold on to that feeling. OG. Kendall's talking the OG. Yeah, because I mean, that's where it all started. You know, that's where it all began. Yeah. Paying tribute to the roots. Is that journey? Don't yeah. But this one is, this one, no, you haven't heard it, but here it goes. <laughs> here, here it's goes. from the great soundtrack to the Whitney Houston movie, The Preacher's Wife, from the 90s something, over 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's been, and this is not a show about weight loss or anything, but this is just a aside. It's been on every weight loss mix I ever made. <laughs> And it's a song written for Whitney, I believe, by Annie Lennox. And it's called, and it's, oh, I'll let you guess the name of it, Kendall. It's named after a Suzanne Summers sitcom. Um, Three's Company. No. <laughs> step by step. Oh. <laughs> there's a bridge, and there's a river that I still must cross. I still must cross as I'm going. On my journey <laughs> They're all connected Oh, I might be lost And there's a road I have to follow A place I have to go But, but no, no one, one told, told me How to get there Just how to get there But when I get there I know Cause I'm taking it Step by step Yeah. I, all you gotta do to get through this shit, take it step yeah. by step, like Whitney and Annie and Suzanne would have you do. This old road is rough and ruined, so many dangers along the way. 
step by step. Love it. Step by step. That's how you gotta do it. Just step by step. Just like this countdown. I gotta ask you something else right now. Oh, sugar, are you gonna ask me uh, to sing the Life with Lucy theme song again? No, I'm gonna say, What the food? Every day. What, 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 oh, what, what the, the food? food? Did you forget? I know, Kendall, I would never forget. What the food? How could you I forget couldn't that? Forget. Couldn't forget it. Well, I'll start us out since I'm it. ready to go. Cliff, what popular? Start it. Mexican fast food chain was purchased by Denny's Restaurant in 1983. Taco Bell? No. Yes, no. I don't believe you. El Pollo Loco. Kendall, what is the oldest soft drink in America? The United oldest States. soft drink. You can't uh, make old friends or old soft drinks. But Dr. Pepper. Kendall, are you Googling? Oldest soft drink. No, do you know how many freaking video things I've watched on History Channel about soft drinks over the years? Is it it's at Dr. least Pepper, one? Right? Because you got it right. Yes, because it started as like a medicinal thing from a doctor. They thought it like actually helped things, and then yeah. Well, everything started as a medicine back then. Crack, chocolate, hair grease, everything back then. They're like, well, this is a well, medicine. Some of them helped, and some of them didn't. All right, Cliff. Yeah. What were chicken nuggets called when they were first invented? When they were first invented, they were called chicken crispies. Yes, are you Googling it? No, I am not. <laughs> I just happen to have the same exact uh-huh. question right over here, and it does not say anything that you can't use your notes. There you go. It's an open book test. All right. Kendall, speaking of hard drugs, when was cocaine removed from Coca-Cola? Uh, 74. 74. Yeah, the Brady Bunch were coked out every time well, they went to Coke. Well, it would have explained Coke. a lot of things in the Did 70s. Did you mean 1874? No, what, what year did it really get taken out? 19... 19- 29, and you wonder why the stock market crashed. I thought for some reason I remembered like it being some absurdly like late year. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of that is else. late. 1929. No, I know, but that's I, late. I thought I remember like really. I'm thinking of something else, obviously. All right, Cliff. Um, Ignacio Anaya invented which popular fast food meal during World War II? Oh, Kendall, this is a taco burrito conversation. Nachos. Nachos. You're correct. <laughs> what popular drink advertises as being sports fuel? Sports fuel? Is that Gatorade? Gatorade. It's not Haterade. It's Gatorade. And Cliff, July 13th is dedicated to which fast food in the USA? Oh, Kendall, in the USA? Freedom Fries. <laughs> oh, you're correct. And a proud list stand up next to you. And salute Freedom Fries today. Freedom Fries, Kendall, I will die for Freedom Fries any day. 
Only if there's ketchup. Kendall says only if there's ketchup. All right. Number two, Kendall. Is that you? That's me. Number two. All right. Now, first of all, I have to say, the song I was going to go with, I used in another countdown, so I'm not going to use it, but it, I'm going to ah. honorably mention it. It's uh, from 9 to 5 of the musical, Shine Like the Sun. I'm going to shine like ah. the sun when these clouds roll away from my door. Because that is one of those songs, when I'm having a really messed up day, I turn it on because it just makes me feel better and gets me out of the dumps. But I've already used it. So instead, I'm going to do another one that I use to pick myself up off the ground. Ah. And that's, I'm still standing better than I ever did. Looking like a true survivor. Feeling like a little kid. We were talking about standing earlier. Took a stand by taking a seat, and you're still, <laughs> I'm standing. still standing. I told you about the uplift dance. I love it. I can, I'm all still standing. Um, Kendall, still standing. time to talk about that because i've got an urgent message for the listeners Uh oh the day we're born we start to die don't waste one minute of this life get to live in better better get to live in you got it well i'm not the Did you know, did you call it in your head that Better Get to Live yeah, would be the number one uplifting song? That is the other reason that I felt justified in not having the shine like the sun, because I know I knew Dolly would be at the very top of the list. Well represented. What a song. People are always asking her, Dolly, what's your secret? Now, she's not the Dolly Lama, but she can tell you, you know, you got to get to live in. All that stuff. We have to put our minds toward the uplifting of ourselves. Yeah, Cliff, you know, right? I, I want to say something that I think people don't ever talk about. But you know how, like, you would buy, people sell those cloths that have, like, what the Dalai Lama has written, and it's, like, you know, the beautiful th- written things of, of, like, being kind to each other and all the proverb, all those things. Willing to make a better way. Make a better way. 
Dolly Parton is our modern day. Truly, Dalai Lama. If if this would have been hundreds of years ago, it would be on a tapestry. Those words would be on a tapestry hanging up on a wall. Just because they're a song now doesn't mean that they're not words to live by. I'd nail them to the church door, be the new <laughs> Martin Luther. You you did last week? I, well, I didn't nail them. I just taped them. Wow. But I thought, you know, because I didn't want to hurt the finish yeah. and make a big hole. You're it's not like my house where I just put holes and anything i just put a thumbtack in it <laughs> but yeah kendall i want our listeners to get to living and to have an uplifting week and oh look crockpot why is she she's like on her phone <laughs> dear. Oh, oh dear boys. sorry dear i just had to come and tell you it crockpot has picked a suitor yes but you'll never believe who it is oh, oh which, which one of these fellas is it is it one of those truckers? Dear, dear, it's none of the people in this room. <laughs> Where is what? it? What? Dear, it seems that she's been swiping something on her phone, and there's someone that has, I guess, contacted her through it, and I don't know, they're going on a date, dear. Oh, she said something about a picture of a man named Dick, <laughs> and she was going to meet him right away. Oh, I can't believe it when we went all the time to get... <laughs> These eligible bachelors, why, the Johnson brothers, oh, this is their nap time. <laughs> they could have been at home. No, dear, it's terrible. It, and dear, evidently, this man must be a lumberjack wanting to build a fire or something. They needed tinder to work I with or something. I'm not I don't quite sure. Know. Well, that's too bad, but at least the guy's got butter, and I bet they'll probably become butter, you know, on the butter list here at the store. Just they'll be butter, butter customers. customers. <laughs> yeah, butter. Customers for butter. Oh, quite right, dear. That's a quite fun phrase. Oh, you can explain that one later to me, dear. <laughs> Let's go head out and clean up all of those used butter spoons. Oh, yes, dear. Please put all your butter spoons put, in the but, trash, dear. Please, it's a... Yeah, Oh, uh, I wish there was some butter left If over. only, Kendall. I was hoping we'd make if it If ifs and buts for wishes and nuts, whatever. Kendall, I want you to get to living... As we leave this episode, (laughs) wise words. As we enter the you know August and the Halloween season, (laughs) then (laughs) we do. I fucking entered it. We're there. We're there. We're there. It's Halloween. (laughs) Cliven can look up. Oh, Kendall. All right. This has been an uplifting show, and I've got to go. I gotta go. We'll see you here next week. Uh, Be kind to one another. Stop to die, don't waste one minute